Welcome to episode eight of my plant-based health podcast series. Today I'm joined with Catalina. Yay! (laughs) And she's back from America for a few days, so I thought it'd be very, very fitting to have a little episode with her. And you won't believe this, but we actually tried to record it when she was in America, but um the the, mic the microphone yeah and it's really hard to record a good quality like audio podcast over facetime especially like 17 hours difference and i don't know it was a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah when we listened over it we're like yeah maybe we should just wait (laughs) well i'm back now for three weeks over christmas yeah which is actually in america the the winter break but here it's summer so i'm yeah. thriving in the sun yeah because in america it's always snowing on christmas like it's like have a well, snow isn't it well was like, it theoretically theoretically okay, okay okay like hopefully you get a winter white christmas yes. yeah so i was thinking like maybe we could start the episode off just like generally give us an idea of what it's like moving abroad <laughs> well um I mean, it's it's a very scary experience to move abroad. Yeah, uh, it and would like, be. especially I've lived like all of my life here, sixteen years of my life here, and I mean, it's different for people who've moved around a lot. But I felt like I had to pack all of my life into mm. just like one or two suitcases. suitcases. Mm. So it was kind of very difficult to do that. But thankfully, like I had a great support system. Yeah, already yeah. in place with my friends, my family, like everyone was very supportive of me. And also I knew a few people at the school just via like an Instagram group chat. So Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so thankfully like, you know, even if those people didn't become my best friends, like I, I had some like sort of connections. Connections. Already. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean it still was very scary and I feel like if I didn't have that support, like it just would have been so much worse yeah even just arriving like i Mm. didn't have i wouldn't have had the ability to like just call back you know just be like hey i've arrived you Mm. but how long wait how long was the flight again from sydney to sydney to la was it's about 14 hours with no layover That's like, actually, I can do that. I know. I mean, you get a bit bored. Yeah. And I was in the window seat on the way over, which was... Oh, that's good. No, well, I mean, you have to climb over people too. Well, oh, yeah, okay. Just stand up. So I was on the aisle on the way back, which was actually a lot better. I think I've oh, really? been okay. converted to the aisle yeah, for well. long flights, at least. Yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was just very scary, but thankfully... And it all turned out all right. I feel like that's something to yeah. keep in mind that it'll always like, like, yeah, it'll always like figure itself out. Work out somehow. Yeah. And so wait, what's the actual program called again that you went and went to? UWC. Yeah. Um so wait, what's that actually about? Like So yeah, it stands for United World Colleges. Um and it's basically finishing the last two years of high school or sixth form for the people in the UK. Mm. Um, just year eleven and twelve. Um overseas at one of their 18 international schools yeah, well. which are all around the world so i'm mm-hmm. in the one in the u.s which is in northern new mexico uh it's kind of like near albuquerque mm. uh, or santa fe um that's such a cool name santa fe. <laughs> but they guys i live near santa fe <laughs> calm down sorry <laughs> but they have um they have schools all over the world, Japan, mm. lots in Europe, lots in Asia, like some in Africa. It's crazy. There's loads. Uh, it's really cool. Um, 
and you apply through your country um, and then you get a scholarship most likely they have quite a lot of scholarships available mm. and uh, you're able to go overseas and it's a boarding school but it's also international so there's everyone from all over the world mm. we were just talking about like people i know from india bangladesh like that's crazy see that's something i'm very like envious of is the fact that now she has so many connections with so many people all over the world like i think that's a really really great opportunity to have yeah i could just call someone up be like hey are you in town can i come I'm like oh my god india? <laughs> i can't wait to travel and that would be such a good like like yeah i mean it's a good like what's the word <laughs> it's, it's a good connection like, to have yeah, with someone or like foundation yeah so that you know you know that you can go mm. anywhere in the world so it's just like a really great opportunity yeah and it's for people aged around 15 to 18 mm. so, so if you're, i think that's like a good like teen age to be around yeah people. so if you're in that age group please apply <laughs> yeah literally it'll just be search a lifetime experience uwc and your country and then you can apply and it's really great mm. i still can't believe she didn't tell us until she'd actually gotten it she told me in chemistry class which <sighs> anyways about it. <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't want to tell anyone i was applying just in case i didn't get yeah, it yeah true true that was like me with my driver's license i told everyone i was going to a dentist appointment oh and then you so, came back and then i came piece. back and i was like i got my piece because <laughs> i don't want people yeah that's yeah. Nice, that's true but yeah so that's kind of crazy yeah, well, I'm actually thankful. I'm like, I'm don't, I don't regret not telling you. I'm sorry. But... Yeah, no, it's okay. No, I, I mean, think it, it worked, worked out. Well. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, how did you actually survive being in a completely different country in this small little dorm with a roommate? Because <laughs> that's what it would have been mostly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and it differs on the school. But um, I only had one roommate. Yeah. And it was definitely an adjustment because I'm mm. an only child. I never had any experience with, like... Yeah, that would have been a big change. I mean, I had a little bit of experience going to, like, courses and stuff with, like, you know, having roommates and sharing bathrooms and whatever. But it it's not the same as living there. And it's mm. definitely a big change to get used to, being with a roommate. And mm. especially if you have, like different schedules or different like priorities yeah no i yeah priorities is like a very very big thing to have so that you don't um like stress yourself out over things i reckon like um especially for you like moving to a completely new place and trying to navigate a new um way of living <laughs> like you'd have to really make sure that your health priorities like your mental health priorities and also um, like you said before, having a good support system is in place so that um, your well-being is good. Yeah, exactly. Like, before I went, everyone told me there are three S's and you can't balance them. There's sleep, there's <laughs> study, and there's social life. Yeah, like, well, you yeah. can't balance them and you can try very hard, or but you're, either, you're always going to have to, like, you know, cut back on yeah. like one of them whether or that choose, be like prioritize one of them exactly yeah. whether that be academics or sleep or <laughs> your um like social life mm. but when i went to the school i was in the mindset of i'm actually going to add a fourth s which is self yeah um, no that's, that's i'm going to prioritize myself mm. and especially in the first few weeks in the orientation period where you get to know everyone 
like it's very very overwhelming yeah and there's a lot of like you know conceived like FOMO like oh if I don't hang out in someone's room I'm never gonna get to know them Mm, yeah but you know going in with the mindset that what is most important is myself you like Mm. you realize you kind of miss that FOMO stage because you know that you're like well I'm just prioritizing myself here and I'm gonna unwind in my own room and I'm gonna you know take a shower or whatever I'm not gonna you know be up all night draining my social battery yeah so you kind of miss out on that FOMO because you know that you're here for two years at like at least you're like you're gonna know these people for two years you're Mm. gonna get to know them so yeah like two years is it's a long it's longer than you think like exactly uh, especially at the beginning mm, yeah two years stretching out in front of you yeah yeah yeah. Like, like you can't expect to like get to know everyone in like the first few weeks exactly yeah. and and the more like the longer i went through the semester the more i realized this was true because i got to know people yeah a lot more at the end of the semester or during the middle of the semester or people i got to know really well at the beginning of the semester i didn't talk to as much like it's very fluid yeah. and so i think just having that fourth s like the self is very important mm. priority to have because i know a lot of people at the school have struggled with their mental health yeah um just because they've like been out socializing and and trying to like balance all those things yeah exactly and like not having any time to sleep or just like recharge or just like sit down and watch their favorite movie Mm -hmm. like yeah there's no it's just like sleeping all day socializing all night (laughs) like where's the study where's the self this isn't very good for your mental health you know, yeah, I was, I was going to say, this actually reminds me, um, like, having a really good connection with yourself and being able to, like, constantly prioritise what you want over what other people think you should, like, this is something um, very, very important, especially for me as well, is I think now that we're getting older and we're, like, having experiences that are changing who we are, um, there's this, like, pressure to always... Um, like the things you've always liked and dress the way you've always dressed and um, believe in the things you've always grown up to believe. And then, so when you're around all these other people with um, different ways of viewing things, sometimes it's hard to like fit in with them a hundred percent. But I guess the whole saying be yourself is now kind of morphing into be what everyone else wants you to be, which is kind of um, like degrading to your own sense like of self-worth. And I think it's very important to uh, really make sure that you're making decisions and taking actions that reflect 100% on how you feel and what makes you happy because that's what's going to bring you a really big sense of peace. Yeah. And I, of course it's important to, like, recognise that your your actual self can change. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not always going to be the same person your 11-year-old self, self. was. Like, you're not yeah. going to be obsessed with the same stupid things. things. Yeah. But, like, there's always, you know, you're always still your soul is the same you know like there's always some sense of you know yourself in a chaotic world Uh, yeah no that that's very true and your like personality shouldn't reflect those random experiences you have and of course it can shape it but you know your whole personality shouldn't be like a party or whatever and like i think mm, mm. i think your personality should just be 100 percent your own and forged by loads of experience and forged by all the people you've met yeah and the experiences you have 
exactly yeah but also being true to yourself the whole time mm. and i also think like don't be scared of change like that's a big thing like a lot of people don't do things that they want to do because they're scared of how big the change is going to be and like trying to navigate not knowing but no i think change is a really really it's the best thing you can do to like change your life for the better like don't think that change is necessarily always a negative thing yeah because i think in this like especially for you like would you say like it was an overall positive thing to be able oh, to Oh, 100%. Be... Yeah. There's definitely been downsides and yeah. definitely been stress. Yeah, of Definitely course. been, you know, lo- like lots of things that can go wrong. Yeah. But overall, it's been definitely a really, really positive experience. experience. Yeah. And that's the main thing. Like as exactly. long as it all is like worth it, then it is that's all that matters. Yeah. And I mean, some things are out of your control. Even, even if it's change, you can't do anything to to change it and that is like terrifying mm. as a as a thought that yeah that you yes there's no change influence. and I'd, i i'm i'm okay with change but i have no control over this change so what am i supposed to do like i can't do anything but sit and wait and that's just so stressful so, yeah i think that's important to recognize that you can't do anything about it so you really just have to accept what comes and the fact that something is going to change and you can't dwell on the change, just the fact that it will change and you have to accept that. Yeah. And, like, find peace with that because, you know, like, for me, there's been changes throughout the year, like, so, some that I've obviously, like, contrived. Like, <laughs> I like I decided myself to go overseas. Yeah. But that also caused changes, like, that I wasn't expecting or that mm-hmm. I couldn't control. Yeah. And there's just, like, a definite feeling of like hopelessness yeah but like people have you know like you talk you talk it out with people and that's I feel like that's also very important to Mm. be able to like talk to people about that yeah um but just like you know they just say you you have you can't worry yeah like don't stress about the things you can't control I think I've said this in another episode (laughs) but like literally um accept what you can't control and act upon what you can like the thing that just try this actually helps me i've done this before if you write out a list of all the things that are on your mind that are worrying you that are like digging at your brain and keeping you up at night or whatever and you write them all down circle all of the things you have a direct like impact on like things that you can change right now if you wanted to and cross out all the things that you have absolutely no control over because there's no point worrying and stressing about things that there's nothing you can do about like you're just exactly like putting yourself down for no reason (laughs) yeah i mean for me as this is an example yeah um at the end of the semester just recently um like my roommate had to pack up and leave Mm. the school yeah um which was very stressful obviously for them more than me Mm. but i i didn't realize exactly what was happening because I was not informed until oh, wow, about really? 9.30 the night they had to leave. Oh. So, like, earlier that day, someone had brought in boxes being like, oh, this is for their packing. And I was like, great. Okay, I thought it was just for the break. But I realised they had to pack up their whole room and then they had to go sleep in the guest rooms for the last two nights. Oh. Which is, like, not like not my room, like a like where, where, yeah. the, where people are sent to if they've got COVID and stuff. Oh. So it's... It was pretty, like that hit me very hard yeah. that night. But luckily, there, like that was something I was like, 
whoa like this is something i can't control mm. completely like yeah like, exactly they might come back next semester mm. they might not and that's just super terrifying yeah that like you you don't know i just like don't know yeah exactly and it's like i could if i knew either way i'd be able to accept it but just since there's that uncertainty yeah and like it's just hard to accept that like but what if this happens but what if this happens mm. but mm. yeah there's a bit well, you have to come to terms with like there's nothing i can do now all i can do is give support exactly i mean I, <laughs> that was that was a like over the course of like five hours oh, i recognize that. yeah <laughs> that yeah. was a pretty stressful five hours but you know i i feel like luckily i had enough self-awareness to recognize that like yeah thankfully like there's nothing i can do so there's a point where you have to accept that and there are things i can change like how much i support them and how much i help and how much i talk to them and stuff so that is stuff i can control and that is stuff that makes the the other thing i can't control seem a lot less scary yeah there are things you can do to make the thing you can't control seem scarier less scary yeah <laughs> seem less scary yeah. yeah seem less scary or seem less daunting but that thing in is and itself is not your decision or not your thing that you can change yeah but there are always things you can do to like alleviate some of that worry yeah no i see and some of those things you could do is even just like sometimes even just sticking back to your roots or whatever it is they say like um, I remember with me, there was a period of time where I kind of stopped playing the piano and like, I realized I was stressing over all these other things, like my exams and school and friends and all these other things. I kind of like ignored the thing that actually brought me peace. And so when I like made sure that I played the piano every so often so that I felt happy and it brought me a little bit of sense of control. Yeah. Well. Control over what's happening in my life. Like sometimes you, like you are in complete control of what you do. Like, don't think that all these things are happening. There's no there's no chance of me having any control over every anything like there are things you can control and it's really good to like um be able to notice what those things are and make use of them so that you um feel more in control of your life i think that's really important yeah and that goes back to that like fourth s the yeah. self yeah being able to know what helps you like regulate mm. and like what helps you keep manage the stress mm. in an unfamiliar environment mm. yeah um like it doesn't have to be an actual physical unfamiliar environment like mm. obviously for me it was like going to a new place but it can just be like unfamiliar relationships or unfamiliar like ground in that how yeah. the world is working just entering, that, yeah that's very very true like entering a new year at school Ooh. that's unfamiliar yeah and that can so i think that's just it's very important to be able to like man like bring control over what you have control of mm. by regulating and like using that fourth s the self and yeah prioritizing that and managing your stress yes. through that yeah no that that's a very good point especially um i know a lot of people i don't know whether the majority of the audience that listens to this podcast are at, actually at school but they would probably relate to this is um when you start like a new year you have all these like goals okay i'm going to study really really hard i'm going to smash all my exams i'm not going to let social life get in the way of my study plans i'm not going to scroll on tiktok for hours you have all these plans set up for yourself but majority of the time what happens is after the first few weeks you fall into these you know like slumps these like slumps of oh you know i don't really have any control of what's going to happen with my grades i just give up whatever yeah you know don't have any energy left yeah you don't have any energy or motivation to like 
do the things that are going to bring you joy in your life. But I mean, something I do is like, don't really rely a hundred percent on motivation to get you to do what you want. Because a lot of the time you're just going to be like, yeah, I'm unmotivated. And then just don't think about it again, but actually be like, actually, you have discipline is way, way, way more important than motivation. Like it's the same with the piano as well. Like when I play the piano, I don't usually want to play the piano. It's just that it's just that I know that if I don't, what will happen afterwards. And so if you really think about how good you're going to feel once you do it, that's so much more that that incentive intent. So what incentive? That incentive is so much stronger than being like, oh, do I want to do this right now? Like, think about how you're going to feel afterwards if you do or don't do it. And that's, like, the best motivation you'll get. Yeah. And exactly. I don't think it's just about motivation. It's about having structure and routine as well, like discipline. Like, being able to set, like, study times or social times or, I mean, living in a boarding school is very different because Mm. you can just pop over to someone's room and immediately have that, like, social aspect. aspect. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, in a normal school, you have to, you know, organize things with everyone and you know or just i mean it depends there's like definitely different like aspect like different levels of socialness that are around but um yeah like like for me like obviously my work life and my school life would be more in more priority than my social life but for you probably your social life is higher up than your work life well i don't have a work (laughs) yeah exactly that's my point yeah yeah i mean yeah i think going back to the priorities is very important like at yeah. the beginning of the school year we were asked you know why why are you here yeah like you have to really take a second to think about am i here because i want to get all a's and get a 45 in the ib yeah or am i here to learn more about new people to learn more about uh, an international community yeah to like build friendships exactly yeah. or am i here to sleep <laughs> Is that what they said? No. Okay. They didn't, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Some people did took took that route. Yeah, took that route, just sleeping all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, which is why. Yeah. Uh, like asking so, yourself why. Yeah. Why are you doing what you want to do? Like, why is um, the path you're on right now what you're choosing to be on? Like, exactly. And I think that that was something at first, you know, everyone was like, oh, they're asking us this again. <laughs> but I think it actually was really important to keep in mind like even literally just taking a piece of paper and writing out this is my priority and then this and then this yeah and, and making sure you always stick to those and stick make sure, to those yeah. exactly like i mean for me i put myself as as a priority. priority yeah but i mean other people you know would put social life and this means that maybe instead of studying at the library at night they're out in someone's room but which is obviously okay and it's just their priority and as long as they make it work i feel like it's fine yeah like everyone's going to have different priorities and they're not going to align with yours but as long as you like are able to work out and structure your own it's fine i reckon yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah and as long as i mean prioritizing one thing equals detrimenting your mental health yeah like obviously you can prioritize academics but there's a point where you need to stop studying and sleep. Mm. Yeah. And but make sure you always, like, there's def- sleep is very yeah. important. Don't think, oh, I'm going to put that at the bottom of my S list because I don't care. But, yeah. like, it's still very important. It's the way, the way you live, breathe, and... Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. definitely people at the school who prioritise academics and it 
can be very detrimental to them like yeah they're the people who like are up having all-nighters before an exam and Mm. then bomb the exam because they're so tired yeah like that happens and that's just proof that you need to put yourself and you need structure so yeah you need structure and routine like your routine is so underrated and that really reduces stress Mm. i mean even like i never my brain just can't do like a very structured routine you know like oh you know five o'clock to five thirty i'm going to study maths and then five thirty to five forty five i'm going to study you know i can't do that but yeah being able to recognize like routine as in once a week i'm going to do this and i'll fit it in at some point Point. yeah or on sunday i'm gonna clean my whole room and reset it so i feel fresh for the next week like that's routine enough you don't need a super structured routine but you need something where your room doesn't descend into chaos Chaos. and you don't descend into yeah literally (laughs) and even yeah just like i'm gonna aim for eight hours of sleep every night even if you don't hit that target at least you're aiming for it every time exactly and just being like i my routine is going to have breakfast every day yeah literally because that that's actually a thing many people struggle with just being able to get up at this at a reasonable reasonable time and have breakfast exactly like even if you just set that one goal for yourself and you like achieve it just for that week you'll yeah. be surprised how much of a different it, like difference it has on your routine yeah and it builds habits as well and yeah. that's very important at the beginning of uh 2022 this year yeah i got a calendar and i was like you know i've tried for years before to you know do a, a journal every day or like a you know just like a school diary mm-hmm. so i know when assessments are due yeah but i was like i would only ever get you know two weeks into school and then give up mm-hmm. so I decided this year that I'm going to start small and build up the habit so that for, you know, further on in the year and next year, I can just, along with that habit, also start writing in a journal. So I just would cross off every day of the year on my calendar, you know, a little red cross Cross, every day of the year. And I have a whole, you know, 12 month calendar filled with crosses now because I did it every day and it just very slowly built up the habit. And so this means next year I can go in with a calendar and a journal. And when I cross off, which is already a habit but, I have, uh, yeah, I can write a line in the journal or I can yeah. write a goal for the day. You know, something simple. But I think just that building habits. Yes, you have to build it up. Like, don't think that you can go like, straight like into, go into this perfect, healthy, habited lifestyle routine straight away. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, you're, you're going to end up not being able to handle it all and just crashing and giving up. Exactly. So you I have mean, to take it small. Like, think of like a, a few little things that you really really want to bring in introduce into your routine yeah. first leave that for a few weeks once you feel comfortable with them then bring yeah. introduce something else yeah i saw a thing where it's called habit stacking yeah where you do a new habit with a habit you already have, have yeah so similar to the calendar thing like it could be um you know putting sunscreen on when you brush your teeth because you brush your teeth every day so why not <laughs> put sunscreen on every day exactly you know like just small things that you stack with another habit so that you remember when to do it and like how to do it and it just gives you like an indication of when to do it Mm -hmm. um which i feel like is really useful so since i have this habit of crossing off a calendar i can remind myself right when i cross off the calendar i'm gonna write a line in a journal exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah, i feel like yeah i saw i I saw that and i was like that's actually so smart because i'm not going to be able to build a habit you know right before bed i'm going to write all about my day you know like that's just not gonna work yeah but if i stack it with something i already do 
like yeah read a book while eating breakfast yeah like, i'm already eating breakfast why not yeah. just read a book, book with it you know yeah exactly Something like that you know because i actually have a journal and when i first started it I, I was totally i was like i'm totally gonna use this every single day and so i wrote in it about every day for about two weeks and then it kind of went to two days a week and then it kind of went to once a week and then it kind of went to once a month and i was like <laughs> hang on what's going on so i think it's really important to figure out what works for you as well like sometimes you might think okay i can do this every single day but you can't fit it in and you can't like um be able you, you won't be able to introduce that and let it work perfectly so sometimes you can try things and it's okay if they don't work out yeah like even if they don't just be like okay i can try something else and see if that works exactly yeah yeah i mean i would try journals and then I quickly realized it wasn't working. So <laughs> yeah, like it works for some people, it doesn't for others, and that's okay. Exactly. So I mean, also yeah, it depends on yourself, oh. your brain, your your <laughs> function. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I th- yeah, those habits are very important though. Just like especially moving in a into an unfamiliar place. place. Yeah, which as we said isn't necessarily an actual place. But but yeah, yeah those habits like help to maintain the stress and maintain control. Yeah. So what kind of habits did you like, do you think you implemented when you went overseas? Like, well, were there any main ones that you started doing? That I started doing? I definitely told myself that I would get up for breakfast every day. I don't yeah. think I've missed any days of breakfast, which... Yeah, that, that's really good. That's which good. is uh, uh, no mean feat because the, the breakfast <laughs> dining hall is like over 100 s- stairs. I, oh, I have to go over. It's like, it's like oh, so you have to go all the way up to the castle. Yeah, like 111 steps or something, all the way up to breakfast, <laughs> and then back down again for the classes. You'll burn off what you just ate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think that was a very important habit, and I know definitely people who didn't do it. Yeah. And maybe like struggle with getting up in the morning, but mm. since I had that like in place. Yeah, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna yeah. go. Yeah. There's also things like. Every Sunday, I would clean my room mm. and like, oh, yeah, like properly, good. like do my whole laundry for the week. You know, um, yeah. like clean the sheets or put new sheets on and yeah. make it all crisp and nice. And then it would probably last for like the majority of the week. week. And then maybe like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a bit messy. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. At like, least, okay. at least I know that I'm gonna reset it on Sunday. Okay. So yeah, no worries. Which I think was definitely very useful for well, me. Yeah. Um, and. I mean, there are a few other small things like putting sunscreen on every day, uh, like, yeah. like small things like that. Um, and I mean, and I think because I was putting myself first, I like stayed in control pretty well. well. Yeah. And I'm glad for that because I mean, there's definitely things I could have done. Like I'm going to study every day, but I mean, I was putting myself first. So if I couldn't, then that's okay. That's like, okay. Yeah. Maybe no, take I a reckon... nap instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I honestly think that everyone self should be the at the forefront, or at least in your top two, because it's something that you really don't want to let, like be and like you don't want to let it fall down in the, in the priorities. It should be up there, like it's exactly. really important to yeah have that priority with yourself. But no, I think that's it. didn't you also like I noticed you started going to, to the gym a little bit as well. Wasn't that like a thing? <laughs> that was at first. <laughs> it was during orientation. I went. Like, yeah. We had like two weeks before school even started and I went like four times a week or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting those games. And then school started. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. And it gets super busy. And that was one thing that I hadn't really considered to put in my priority list. So it Mm. sort of dropped. But I think for the new years, I'm going to at least try to stay at a 
realistic yeah. level. And, like, that also reminds me, like, even different seasons of your life, like, your priorities change. Like, obviously, when school comes back in, school's going to be up there. And oh, obviously, yeah. when you're in the holidays, social life might be up there. Like, it's going to change depending on whatever period you are in your life as well. So, yeah, yeah and it's that, not always going to And that's, of course, important to recognise that it will change. Yeah. And, like, at the moment, you know, I'm back here. So, my priority is trying to catch up with everyone. And I'm not really taking into account like oh am I gonna need a minute for myself not really because I'm only here for two weeks Mm. I mean and maybe I will and that's okay because I can just be like hey uh looks like no one wants to hang out anyway (laughs) (laughs) Nicole no I'm just so busy (laughs) okay we did organize but we're together now okay that's 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 all that matters yeah sometimes like certain people it is really hard to try and find time to hang out like within your own schedules especially going in to like especially our age where we're busy and working doing lots of different well. things working social life school um you know like it's really really hard to sometimes work out your schedules but um just remember that it's okay if like you you don't end up like spending as much time as you'd hope like it's okay like just try to do as much as you can and with the rise of social media it, like yeah we kind of just it's easy to stay connected as well yeah but that obviously there's bad things with social yeah. media and i feel like that's a whole different conversation <laughs> yeah no no i think like the whole thing of texting and stuff it's really um opened up a whole world of whoa i don't have to worry about calling i can just say how are you texting but i think it is important to like try and maintain that like try and have a face-to-face conversation oh, yeah, definitely. or like even just a video call if they're overseas or something like that so because yeah. we did video call a few times yeah which was good. i mean i would have liked to more often yeah. but there's you know the time difference is really awkward good. yeah so ju- just try it just do your best and don't like put yourself down if you can't do it because you can only do what you can do that's literally it exactly and it's okay for your friends to change and like yeah that's, relationships that's to change as well yeah like don't i oh, who's the lady that said this really famous lady who quoted this but she was like you will never ever feel ready to you know dive into the deep end or make a really big change in your life you'll never feel 100% ready for that so you just got to trust your gut and trust your instinct that you'll be fine and you'll be able to manage it and just go for it like you literally just have to go for it and that's when the great things in your life will change like if you're sitting and being like oh I don't really like where I'm at right now or I don't really know what I'm doing or should I do this this, or should I not should should I do do this this? like because I'm indecisive that's me all the time I don't know I don't know should I but like really just think Honestly, what's the worst that could happen? If you could go for it, what's the honest worst thing that could happen? Is it going to put you in any worse state that you're in now? (laughs) Because honestly, probably not. So I think, yeah, just going after things. But 90% of the time, change is a good thing. That's what I'd say. 90% of the time, change makes you realise things. Yeah, I mean, even if, like, on on the surface level like change does it doesn't seem to be a good change yeah it'll always be you'll learn lessons from it yeah you'll learn something about yourself that you never knew yeah and that could you know like it's just enlightening like it doesn't necessarily have to be a a good like it's good to know stuff about yourself but the change itself doesn't have to be good and even if you learn something bad about yourself like i can't manage (laughs) this or well at least you you know now how you can like improve and things like that yeah so yeah, awareness is a strength. Self-awareness is, yeah, definitely. Another thing that I, like, really like to do is um, really put my reason why or, like, something that I go back to for focus or motivation right above my desk, like, on a post-it note. And one of the best sayings I've ever come across, it's so simple but it's so powerful, is 
it's not one day, but it's day one. And like, if you think about it, it's such a big mindset shift. Like, um, instead of thinking, oh, one day I'm going to go get a job. One day I'm going to get better at my grades. One day I want to study. One day I'm going to go to the gym. One day I'll start learning this instrument. Like, instead of thinking of this future of this thing that you're not already doing, like think this is day one of me trying to go get a job. This is day one of me figuring out how I can go and learn an instrument. This is day one of me being in the mindset of, okay, I'm going to study. I'm going to be better at trying to maintain my grades. Like, and I think Catalina, because we had this in the episode that we recorded when we were yeah, online. I, when Nicole told, told this to me, I was like, I actually wrote it on a post-it note and put it above my desk. I was like, it's such an important mindset shift like even if you're not actually going out to the gym that day yeah yeah, it doesn't matter because the point is that you recognize that you have to change your mindset to action not just yeah yeah it's really important yeah like you can think all these things but unless you actually do it nothing's gonna happen exactly so and that's a way to you know maintain control over your life and manage your stress and yeah i think it's just that's just a very important like mind mindset is so important and you know can do attitude yeah exactly so i i reckon if there's anything that um you think is very important in your life or any quote that like chimes in with whatever's going on or something that's really impactful for you please write it down or or put it somewhere that you can see all the time so that every time you think you're getting distracted or you're getting into a slump you can like look at it and really think this is why i'm doing this like i can improve my life like i have complete control and if i just think about what I can do and do it, you'll be a completely different person in the most positive way. Like, I genuinely believe that with 100% of my whole being. <laughs> so, yeah, if you know me, you already know how, like, how much I try to stay motivated and, you know, stick to my routine. But Yeah, I mean, it can be really hard sometimes, but it's just important to, like, ground yourself and, you know, all these things that we've talked about, you know, yeah. form habits, and re- like be self-aware yeah manage your stress work out what helps to for you to manage your stress yeah so just self-awareness it's yeah it's again. very important yeah yeah so and i think those were all mm. like a lot of all these topics we've talked about in this episode yeah have been really really important just especially for me in a new environment mm. like mm. obviously a very physical new environment like yeah. I'm, I'm overseas but any anybody who's in any sort of unfamiliar place go back to yourself really take a look inside and yeah start building up from there that's really important yeah exactly no i think this was a really good episode and anyone that's yeah struggling with that kind of thing or is a little bit lost um because that happens to me a lot i sometimes get a little bit lost and i lose my purpose in what i want and what um makes me happy but yeah i think sometimes it's really just good to take a step back and look at um what has been happening and how you can change it but yeah so thank you Catalina thank you for Nicole. joining me for our second attempt at this episode but which is also run really long <laughs> but you know that's good it's actually good to have long podcast episodes you can talk about a lot of things but yeah I'm really happy we finally got this recorded so thank you thank you and wait we hope to see you in the next episode bye episode nine yeah <laughs> bye bye <Bye-bye. laughs>